Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience and almost daily podcast about anything and everything weather and science and earth science, and sometimes off-topic material that the creator and host finds interesting. I am the creator and host, Andre Bernier. I'm a meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. And in just a moment, we'll get to today's material, and I pray that you will enjoy your time here and to help spread the word about Weather Jazz, now available on most mobile podcast apps, as well as on the website, weatherjazz.com. This episode is being produced via the production tools on our host's server, anchor.fm. And if you've ever thought of starting a podcast, take a look at anchor.fm. They make it easy, and best of all, it's free, just like this podcast, Weather Jazz. This is episode number 55 for Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2019. It is a Thursday, and about a week ago, I released a podcast whose title was Dense Fog, and we even brought some special sound effects like this one. back then, I decided to open things up to you, the Weather Jazz Podcast listener, to invite you onto the program to talk about maybe some of the images that are brought to the very front of your mind when you hear or think about some of those foghorn sounds. Now, I do realize that foghorns are becoming more and more obsolete, and they're being replaced by high-tech gizmo things like GPSs, etc., And all of those things are very good things. But there is something about that foghorn from days gone by, even in the Cleveland area, that some of you said, yes, I remember that. We'll get to some of those in just a second. Before I do that, because it is uh, St. Valentine's Day, I wanted to share with you a note from Rose Moore, who is a frequent listener to Weather Jazz. And she says in today's email bag, For your Valentine podcast, you discuss the Valentine storm of 1940. I am not among the listeners who can tell you what the weather was like Valentine's Day 1940. I can only say that that day was six months before I was born. Looking back, I'd say my parents had probably just learned that they would be having a third child, me. Mom and Dad stayed very much in love right up to the day of Dad's death. We kids would smile to see them take their brief daily walk, just the two of them, around the neighborhood, always holding hands. This was but one of the small everyday things that led us to see what true love and devotion can and should be. What a sense of security it gave us kids, and what an example for us kids to follow when we were grown. And it seems we did. That was from Rose Moore, Concord Township uh, resident who is a frequent listener and a frequent contributor via our Weather Jazz mailbag. And if you ever want to send me a, an email, it's simply weatherjazz at yahoo.com. 
Well, last week I mentioned that uh, it would be great uh, for anybody uh, who had a memory of a foghorn and would think of some really fun things to let me know about it. So uh, we had two interviews that I'm going to um, treat you with right now. The first one comes from Greater Cleveland, and it is resident Al Podboy, and he's from Aurora, but uh, he can remember visiting his grandmother's place uh, right up against the lake shore. From here, I'm going to let him tell the story. Here's my conversation with Al. Well, Al, thanks for joining us uh, this evening on Weather Jazz, and I, I wanted to get a pool of people in on this particular episode, not necessarily for the scientific aspect of it, but also uh, the the romantic aspect or the the uh, sentimental aspect of foghorns. And you immediately emailed me, and I'm just going to have you pick up the ball here and tell me what you remember about hearing the foghorn right here in Cleveland. Uh, well, my grandmother's house was on Park Grove and Lakeshore Boulevard. And uh, you know, at that time, it was the biggest house I ever had seen. Okay, when I went back and looked at it though, within the past week, it wasn't quite as large as I remembered it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, she would have my brother and I infrequently stay over uh, overnight at, their, at her house. And her... the. Their spare bedroom was upstairs, uh, and it was sometimes a little scary for my brother and I. But sure. we would we would be sharing the bed, sleeping upstairs, and I just remember the sound of that foghorn. And when you played it on your segment, uh, you know, on television, and I heard it, and it just brought back a flood of memories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, growing up in the Park Grove uh, Lakeshore Boulevard area. I I had to go back and go see the old neighborhood. And, uh, you know, then I remembered the fact that uh, the Commodore Theater was maybe a quarter of a mile away from my grandmother's house. Wow. St. Saint, Saint Jerome's was just a little bit further. Mm-hmm. And how we used to be able to just walk freely to all of these places. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I, I remembered playing out in her yard and uh, hearing the paper rags man go by with his horse-drawn cart. Oh my! You know, this was in the 1950s, and you know, and uh, when when you'd hear him, you know, I could I I could remember his voice then uh, going paper rags, paper rags, paper rags, <laughs> you know, and uh, you know, watching him go by, and you know, just the thinking about. The recycling that they did then, right. you know, sure. getting the paper and the rags and, you know, you would pick this stuff up and they'd recycle it. You know, so it was an environmental issue, too, back then. Sure. Now, not to date you then, uh, but I think you're pretty much giving it away. You must be in your 60s then. Uh, well, a little older than oh, that. I'm okay. 72 now. I just had a birthday. Fantastic. Well, happy and, uh, birthday to you. Well, thank you. But so that was probably, oh, maybe early to mid fifties, mm-hmm. you, right. uh, you know, but all of these things came back just from the sound of the foghorn that you played. 
that, okay. that, that's an amazing you know. thing. Now, the the sound that that I played was that similar? Did it have a different tone to it, or was it? Yeah, well, it, it was very similar. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, I, it, it differed a little bit, and I, you know, and thinking about it, you know, I knew the foghorn was out on the lake, right? And, uh, and her house was very well within a quarter of a mile of the lake, but it had to be out at the five mile crib. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, uh, that had to be where the sound was coming from. So that could travel all the way across, you know, that space. And, uh, you know, it was just, it was, it was amazing. And then the freedom we had as kids, what mm-hmm. it, what it triggered, you know, we could walk to the theater, we could walk to church. If we really were adventurous, we could walk to Euclid Beach. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, uh, I remember those times as well. So it's interesting that, uh, and those memories are all good memories then that the foghorn musters up for you. Right, exactly. Not a single bad memory came out of it. That's great. Well, thank you so much for uh, sharing your memories uh, with us, and I'm sure that others, uh, it it may spark a memory, uh, hearing either the foghorn or another familiar sound, and uh, perhaps we'll expand on this with other sounds, uh, especially weather-related sounds as uh, we go through the year. Really appreciate your time. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you for asking. Thank you for putting it on. Well, now it's time to take you to my hometown where I grew up, and that's the South Coast Fishing Village, more like a large city, of New Bedford, Massachusetts. New Bedford is the largest fishing port in the United States. And because it's a fishing village and because it's right on the Atlantic Ocean, we can still hear the foghorns from time to time there. I contacted my brother, Denny, with whom I grew up. He was two years younger. We spent a lot of time together, and we would spend a lot of time together at the beach, especially in the summer. And that's essentially where I'm going to stop, and I've set the table properly so that now he can take you into the world of what comes up into our memories when we hear foghorns. All right, let's talk about foghorns with my brother, uh, Denny. Denny Bernier lives along the southeast uh, coast of uh, New England, and of course, that's where we grew up. So, Denny, I want you to tell me, uh, when you hear a foghorn, and you still hear foghorns today along the southeast coast, uh, what comes to mind well, I'll tell you, I've got to preempt things by letting everybody know I hail from the number one fishing port in the United States. And so, you know, that's got quite a heritage. We have a lot of boats coming in and out of the harbor, and so you need a pretty good system to alert them when there's some bad, inclement, foggy weather. And uh, when we were kids, the foghorn that we would hear is a bell, the classic bing, bing. And some radio stations on Cape Cod use this as one of their call signs when they, when they uh, we release a number that they are at, you know, 103.5, WGRC, or whatever it may be. And then they have the, the, the classic bell from the, uh, from, from, the, from, the, uh, from the buoy. And so that in itself, that's the first one that I remember. And you don't, unfortunately, hear those so much anymore, except for sometimes when you're out on the water much further, the large ones still have those bells. And I didn't realize that until a couple of summers ago when I was uh, out in our cousin's boat 
we were going by when I heard it, and it instantly brought me back to at nighttime, sometimes hearing that off into the distance with a, with a considerable fog. The fog seemed to carry that sound, and it's just a beautiful and heartwarming sound when you're coming in. When you live on the ocean, you're familiar with it, and you know it's a beacon that actually guides the sailors, the mariners, and um, so it's a great sound for them too, as well, because they're being guided by that. So it's kind of symbolic when you think about it. Um, nowadays, it's been replaced by more of an electronic sound. Now, that being said, uh, I, don't, I don't think it was electronic to, to begin with. It must put through a speaker because it's more of a, a booping sound it sounds funny but it's more like a but it's a soft noise and even that i can hear from my home now uh when it's a uh a, a foggy night or a stormy night it'll carry with the wind and once again a very comforting sound just knowing the ocean is out there and and these navigational beakers are guiding the mariners out there to a safe shoreline um it's difficult to explain unless I think you were brought up with it because a lot of people in the here for the first time have no idea what it is, of course, if they're from the uh, a non-coastline area. Uh, but it's just warm and endearing and just such a beautiful sound. One of the most represented sounds uh, of the of the, of the mariner or the uh, maritime. Um, and uh, I feel blessed to have that in my, my own backyard. Yeah, it's interesting that some people have uh, mentioned that uh, the sound is both mournful but comforting all in the same time. It has that mournful sound to it, but whenever they hear it, they think of, of the comfort that it brings because, A, it's keeping the mariners away from a rocky shoal, uh, like warning. There's fog. You can't see the rocky shoal. Don't move this way. And uh, B, there's uh, there's a comfort in that uh, protective uh, sound uh, of of the uh, of the foghorn. Now, the the second sound that you recall, I still remember from uh, our time at Sconnecet Neck uh, as kids playing in the sand, and it would be a bright sunny day, but pretty soon it would start getting hazy, and then off in the distance we would hear that familiar, almost mournful boop sound. Uh, and you're right, the fog particles and the water and the moisture tends to, to propagate that sound. So you could hear it much farther than you, than you would on a completely clear day. If they sounded that thing on a clear day, we might not hear it. Yeah, because it carries that sound, yeah. It's it, funny, it is it, it is kind of a mournful sound when you when you kind of put it that way i never thought of it that way uh but it's just something that we grew up with so uh i never really took it as that until you mentioned it in that respect like hmm, i can see how people would think that but um pretty cool stuff it's stuff that you take for granted growing up until you start talking about it like this and sounds simple but it's all about the simple things and the, and the wonderful things about living by the ocean my guess is that you never realized that fog could have a romantic edge or flavor to it. 
And so it does, at least for a lot of people. Then again, some people may prefer to be holed in during a big snowstorm or a rainstorm. Some would prefer the warm breezes of a September-like or early spring-like day, while others would think it kind of cozy to be wrapped by an atmospheric fog. Hope you enjoyed this uh, podcast I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. Certainly very different, a little uh, deviation from the norm. I was saving this for a special occasion, and I thought tonight would certainly qualify as, well, because it's Valentine's Day, fog can be romantic. Have a great night, everybody. Stay safe. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast today. And if you're listening via a mobile podcast app such as Breaker, Overcast, Google Podcast or iTunes, among the many that are out there, remember to subscribe to Weather Jazz so that you'll automatically download the new episodes as I am able to upload them. And please take a moment to offer a review, and every single one of those reviews helps to get the word out. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a program idea, I look forward to hearing from you. The best and the fastest method is via email. My email address is simply weatherjazz at yahoo.com. Weatherjazz and weatherjazz.com is copyrighted, and the Weatherjazz signature is a registered trademark, all rights reserved. I look forward to being with you soon with a brand new episode right here on Weatherjazz.